Jamie, and I'm the owner, CEO of Devoted Columbus, and welcome to our first podcast. This podcast is called Devoted to the Dirty Details. It is PG. It's not dirty. It's just the dirt on weddings, so it's it's the insider information. So hopefully you guys will get some great information from us, learn a little bit, and um, contribute. We'll let you know how to do that later. But today, and hopefully always, I have with me two lovely ladies. I have Tammy, who has been with my company for eight years now. Hello. (laughs) And her background is in events and venues, and she brings a lot to the table, as well as a great sense of humor. She's my comic relief. Please don't put that pressure on me. (laughs) Do not put that pressure on me. (laughs) Hashtag truth. Yes, yes. (laughs) And I have Michelle, who has been with our company for three years. She runs our wedding planning division, and I, she's basically my Xanax and everybody else's. So she is great when it comes to helping engaged couples on their wedding day. So welcome, Michelle. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Fun to be here. <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about, I'm engaged, now what? What do we do when we're engaged? So um, hopefully we'll have some stories along the way, but we kind of want to get you where where you all, where it all started. And um, you're engaged. I think you need to take some time and let that soak in. I mean, don't rush into the planning. And I, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, engagements can last. And especially we've got COVID going on right now. So there's there's no rush in this stuff. Um, what's a typical engagement time, do you guys think, that you should wait before you start moving on any planning? I think it varies depending yeah. on the person because there you've got those people who are like, I've been planning for this my entire life. <laughs> Me and my mom have been mapping out everything I want for 10 years. We've just been waiting for this day. And then you have those people who are like, sweet, we're engaged. So, anyways... What, what are we doing tonight? You know, it's like no big deal. So you kind of have both ends of it. I don't know. How long were you guys engaged before you did anything? So I jumped right in. I had. Of course you did. <laughs> the plan. I did, I did. Well, I, I didn't know the first thing about planning a wedding when I got engaged. I So I just had to research and I had to get with my mother-in-law who I don't think I could have done this without her. She was just instrumental in getting me situated and handling things for me. But yeah, I just jumped right in and, and I had everything planned immediately. And then it was chill mode until like the next, the couple months before. So for me that had to work. I wanted to get everything out of the way, but I, I mean, I don't know. It's different for everybody though. You're right. It is. I, I mean, I, I planned a wedding long distance so I was in Columbus and my wedding took place in Connecticut so I had to start early and I I feel like those that are wondering when to well now we're st- jumping into starting wedding, wedding planning but earlier actually the earlier the better there's no early time for you know it's especially with COVID we've got many many people being pushed into 2021 so You've got to look at things earlier now. Your vendors are going to be booked up. Your, your 
venues are going to be booked up. So there's no, no, really too early doesn't exist. Wouldn't you agree for the planning? Oh, no, no. I wish I would have stretched my engagement out for two years, you know, because (laughs) then A, I would have had more money. I would have had more time. I wouldn't have, you know, jumped into anything. And what's the rush? Seriously, in the big picture, what's the rush? No, you're right on that. I think if you, I, I think once you decide on when you're going to get married, then you can determine when to start planning, right? Mm-hmm. So I knew that I wanted to be married, a, you know, about a year and a half from when I got engaged. So I may have started planning immediately, but I I wasn't rushing to get things done within six months or a year. So I think that's something to take into consideration as well is you know how fast do I have to do this because take your time in your engagement right like Mm -hmm. enjoy your engagement because you'll never have that time back and it's kind of like a pre-honeymoon phase really is it's you're enjoying that uh, you know preparing for that next step but so don't jump in and, and try to get it done in six months. I definitely would say don't try to plan a wedding in six months if you can help it. Yeah. But you can do it. You can. Yeah. You can. I, wanted to, I wanted to ask this to Jamie, and I'll ask this to you too, Michelle. Um, when I worked at a venue years ago, I remember I had but the shortest time I ever got was like a month. And I think it was because the couple was in the military or something, and they basically said, we have one month. We need to get this done. And I remember telling them, I can do it. That's easy. The hardest part is going to be making your choices. Because really, all wedding planning is is nine months of making choices. And then changing your mind Mm -hmm. a thousand times. What's the quickest turnaround you guys have had on a wedding? And how fast fast did you get it done? Um, So I did an Indian wedding. It got moved up because of unfortunate situations where the father was diagnosed with cancer and we moved this wedding up we had two months to plan an Indian wedding of 300 plus people and Mm. we did it I mean it can be done you know your hardest thing is your venue um you might need to recruit some more help but um yeah I mean certain circumstances like COVID might make you want to move it up or it might make you want to push it back Mm -hmm. who knows (laughs) so I don't know what about you Michelle I think one of the first weddings that I did with you, we had about a month and a half oh. for um, for an out-of-town bride. I mean, her family was here, but she was personally living out of town. And so we had about a month and a half to plan that wedding, and totally possible. Yeah. But they did, I mean, I will say that they had a very deep connection with the venue already. Mm-hmm. So the hardest thing to book was the venue, yeah. but that was already taken care of. So everything else falls into place. It, it doesn't take a whole lot of time to book there's plenty of them especially here in Columbus yes yeah. so. and there's plenty of venues too which, mm-hmm. which I don't think you know engaged couples know but we've got over 300 up to 350 in Columbus mm-hmm. so it's just a matter of a lot of deep diving and research but um, some some things you want to consider when you do get engaged is to make sure that you're not announcing that on social media before you're telling your so let's make sure you share it with your immediate family before you get too excited. I know the selfies are super, you just want to get it out there, but just think about grandma who's not on Facebook and you want to tell her first. So um, definitely that's one thing you want to consider. What are some other things? I would say 
And of course, I'm saying all the things opposite of what I did when I got engaged a long time ago. <laughs> but maybe don't spiral and jump the gun because I know for me it was like, okay, what's my theme? What's my colors? Where am I going? What am I going to do? What's my dress going to look like? What's this? What's this? What's this? I And I spiraled. You know what? I wish I would have known then what I know now, obviously, and that's to take piece by piece and not take it all in at once. And I know brides today are probably like, I'm engaged. I'm on Pinterest. Yeah. Here we go. You know, and then every idea is better than the one after it or before it. And then the next thing you know, you're spiraling and you're overwhelmed <laughs> and you slam the computer down and throw it out the window because it's too much. And then it's just stress. It's stress. And you're already stressed and it's only been that day. So <laughs> and I think to your point, Tammy, like it, it's some of the things that should come later on in the planning because they're the exciting things like the dress and the decorations and the pretty colors and sparkles, right? So you, I, I think some, some brides just want to jump in and, and focus on those things when those are the things that overwhelm you. So leave those further down the line is my, my two cents anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, one of the biggest things up front too is the budget. Oh, <laughs> we don't want to talk about budget yeah. because nobody yeah. wants to talk about budget. Well, the budget is going to rule everything. It's true. Do. It's true. But, but it's kind of one of those taboo topics where yeah. we're like, ooh, yeah. I want this big, beautiful wedding, but yeah. am I going to pay for it? Is yeah. mom going to pay for it? I'm and we are to ask parents who's going to contribute. It is a tough to have. It really is. What do you suggest? Like, how would you do it? Like, what is the ideal way to do it? And I understand I didn't do it, and most people won't. <laughs> Don't and won't. But seriously, what's the ideal it's, conversation? Personally, for me, um, I think my mom told me since the day I was born that I'd be paying for my own wedding. So I kind of knew. Um, and I knew um, they really like alcohol, so I knew they were going to pay for the alcohol. And that, so I had it down. But if you don't have that information already as a known factor, you do need to sit down with your family and find out if and what they would be contrib contributing. And you just have to ask. Um, and maybe... You know, maybe you're going to pay for that wedding on your own, and maybe they're going to contribute something in it. But keep in mind, those that contribute money get a say in your wedding. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, if I know some couples that, you know, didn't want, they want to, they want to rule everything, you know, they want it their way. Mm -hmm. So they're going to pay. And that makes sense. But if you're, mom is going to pay for the wedding, then she definitely is going to have some say in your wedding. And, you know, that's definitely okay for some, and some don't realize they get a say. So just have these conversations, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that is a tough conversation. I know with my family, P.S., I paid for my entire wedding by myself. <laughs> and it's not because I didn't want to, but I, we just didn't have, or they didn't have the money, you yeah. know, to throw the wedding that I wanted. So I saved and I scrimped and I ate macaroni and cheese for an entire year <laughs> and I made it happen myself. But my point is this, had they, even if they had money, if I would have come to them with that weird, awkward thing, like, Hey, are you guys going to, you know, give us a little something, something. I think I would have then been more frustrated because I could very well see them say, yeah, yeah, we'll take care of something or, or we'll help out. But it's going to be hard to get them to give you an exact amount. You know what I mean? And that's where 
I think it would be really hard because then you're still up in the air. Like, does that mean faux flowers? Does that mean real flowers? You know, does that mean real flowers? We don't know. So, yeah, tough conversation. Yeah, I had, um, I'm very awkward about money. So mm -hmm. when it comes to that conversation, I never wanted to have it with my parents. But so I went in thinking, whatever's in my budget, whatever is in my, in my fiance's budget, that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to go with. Mm -hmm. And so it was a little easier to set that budget because we knew how much we could afford. Um, but what ended up happening is, you know, on my dress appointment, my mom just stepped in and, and bought my dress. So I didn't have any expectations and it was, you know, these nice little surprises along the way that things were, you know, they chipped in. So yeah, it was, it was nice. It, it was, it was nice, but I also didn't have unrealistic expectations that my budget could cover something and it couldn't, but I also didn't go I, within my budget. I didn't go to, you know, a fancy hotel downtown. Um, when I chose my venue, I, I knew that that was going to set my base for my whole budget. Yep. So 50% yeah. of your budget. Yes, <laughs> your venue is about 50%. So, um, yeah, I had a, it's funny, I had a couple, well, it was just a mom and a daughter, of course, planning, and um, the, you could tell they were already stressed, and this is just the beginning of their planning process, and the mom goes to the daughter, listen, I will buy you a BMW car if you want to just elope, and I'm thinking, do oh it. my God! Do Take it. the car. Do Take it. The car. And Do she's it. Like, no, I would never. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the first time I've heard that. Or you know what? When I was probably 20 some years old, I probably wouldn't have taken the car either because I, from the day I was, you know, able to put on pretty dresses and watch Cinderella, I think that's just your dream. You know, now looking back, I'm much older, so of course I'd be like. Yeah, done. Bring, give me the car. You Older know? and wiser. Older and wiser. Yes, <laughs> but at the time you could not have convinced me. So I, even though now I think my ideas are different, at the time I would have been like, no, I'll take, I'll take the party. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a damn good party. Guys. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I, I mean, I paid for it myself. We charged mm -hmm. it on a credit card. Get your points, people. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it is such a good time. It's mm -hmm. a great party. It's a great celebration with all your friends and family and people you love. And hopefully it's the best party you ever have. And it is the first party that the two of you as a couple throw. So this is um, this is just, it's something exciting for the two of you to do. And you've got to keep that in perspective and keep it exciting, keep it happy, and keep it fun mm -hmm. all the way through. We here believe in that and oh, we definitely want to make sure that people have fun during the planning process so we kind of revolve our company around that. Well that's why we got into this business I think. Oh yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know? yeah. So yeah. Um, when you got married did you think to yourself oh I want a big blowout wedding with 250 people or this is probably one of the first things people do when they get engaged is is it going to be small and intimate is it going to be this big or is it going to be a big blowout you know so size matters size yeah. does matter I mean and sometimes smaller <laughs> is better you know good thing you have small packages smaller packages exactly don't tell my husband I said that <laughs> but no seriously so um yeah is it going to be a big party is going to be a small party that will kind of gear everything else that you do from here on from then on out you know what I mean the size of your party so I think couples really 
really struggle with that question up front. Mm-hmm. I do. I, mm-hmm. you know, they start, they think they want a small wedding and then it spirals out of control mm-hmm. because, you know, sister's second nephew twice removed, you know, gotta invite them. Um, but with every person you add, adds to your budget. So you have to, you have to take that into consideration. You gotta feed everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I know personally, I knew I wanted a smaller wedding, 120, 150 people or less. And we ended up at like 115. And it was perfect. I wouldn't change a darn thing about it. There's plenty of people out on that dance floor. Yeah. And just remember, if your guest list is one, 200, guess who many? Guess how many are showing up? 80%. So they're not all coming. It's just a matter of who, who gets out of it or for whatever reason. So now with COVID though, I think those numbers are bad. I would love to know what the, what the difference is now on a 200 wedding. Now, how many are actually showing up now? Mm-hmm. I hate to say it's, it's probably more like 40, 50. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Depending on the age group, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100% yeah. age group. So, um, I know, guys have a tough it's a tough time right now to be engaged and um you know maybe that's why you might make it a longer engagement maybe if it's you want to get married now you do get married now and have that party later for that amount of people that you want um but it there are some decisions to be made i think you know dates are going to be hard for 2021 so Mm -hmm. you guys might start looking at 2022 Mm. it's funny because um before i moved to ohio i never knew this was a thing but here in columbus dates revolve around osu football they sure do (laughs) oh my gosh that was a big shocker yes (laughs) yep and if you have your if you have your event on a football game you better have the tv on somewhere yes and if you're a Yes. A bride that doesn't want the TV on, you might be in trouble. <laughs> you're going to have some fights with someone. So, yeah. They're outside on their phones. Yeah. They're all, like, hiding. Right. <laughs> yeah. That would be tough. Yeah. But, if, if, like, the bye weeks, if you pick a bye week, um, you need to pick that early. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yep. Venues book up for that one particular date. Consider okay. So let's talk a little bit about saving some money. Maybe you know when you're considering a date, you know definitely think of those off months. So you're looking at a November, December, January, February, March. So those are your off months, um, and then consider an off day. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. not a Saturday, but Fridays, Thursdays, Thursdays Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, brunch. Why brunch. won't somebody invite me to a brunch wedding? I want to be invited to a brunch wedding. So I, if I ever get married again, which hopefully I never will, but I would love a brunch yes. wedding. Mimosas. Oh my gosh. Bloody oh, Mary. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, please. So if anybody's listening, we will be happy to come to your brunch wedding. Mm-hmm. Yes. Me or your entertainment for the night or the day. <laughs> get people out of the dance floor. <laughs> Gosh, I would love that. Then you're home in time for Sunday night TV, and mm-hmm. oh my yeah. gosh, I would love that. I mean, to me, I can't believe more people don't do that. Yeah. Well, consider how much you may save on alcohol costs too. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about the alcohol costs, but yeah. you're right. You're saving a ton of money. So I have to say, I had um, I have had a client who, you know, they were very very concerned about the alcohol consumption at their wedding. So they chose to have a brunch wedding because. 
people are less likely to drink and consume alcohol, which then saves you money. So, yeah, it's a good idea to save money there. And we know alcohol is one of the bigger cost factors mm -hmm. for a Saturday night wedding. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, and I know this is not a popular, but lunch weddings, I know they're not popular, but if you do want to save money, you mm -hmm. could do that. Um, well, venues can typically kind of flip the space so yeah, they can Saturday do afternoon. Yeah, do more weddings on that day if you have your event earlier. So they you do save some money with that yeah. as well. Yeah, and you're you're looking at they have a food and beverage minimum sometimes half the amount of that mm -hmm. food and beverage minimum on those off days. But don't think you're sneaky if you're trying to choose a, sun, a holiday Sunday because they do consider that as a Saturday. So they caught on to that quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you come back with a great idea that Memorial Day weekend, I'm going to have my wedding on that Sunday or Labor Day weekend. Wrong. Wrong. Sorry. <laughs> you think you I are. mean, you can, but you're not going to save no, any no, money. No, no, no. <laughs> nope. nope. That's not true. No. So we've covered dates, budget. Um, social media, when to post it. If you have engagement parties, this is a time to think about engagement parties. Um, How about choosing your um, bridesmaids and mm -hmm. your groomsmen, your wedding party? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do that after you figure out the budget because mm -hmm. that does add to it. Um, but once you figure that out, yes, choose your bridal party. Did you guys have big bridal parties? No. no. <laughs> I had nobody. What? Nobody. You know, a lot of nobody. people are doing that, though. You know oh, what? I'm weird about... You, you mentioned, Michelle, earlier that you're weird about money, and I'm weird about money, too. And I know how much goes into being a bridesmaid. Mm -hmm. Because I've been a bridesmaid in other people's weddings. So you're buying the dress, and you're putting out all this money for traveling, traveling and the parties, and for the bride, and everything else. And I... First of all, I got married the first time in Orlando, Florida, um, I had a Walt Disney World wedding. And so the fact that I was already asking my people to fly out there and force them into a vacation was kind of a lot. And I didn't want to ask them for more. It just, I felt weird about it. And even if I would have had a local one, I think I would have felt weird about it too. You know, I just, I'm just weird about asking people to, to spend money. So it was just me and him and that's it, you yeah. know? And that's okay. And I think a lot of a lot of couples are going that route. And it does. It not only saves you money, but it saves your family or your friends saving money, and they can actually go and enjoy the day because it is kind of a job. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. So everybody plays a role, or even if it's a small role, they have a role. So they get to work on your wedding day just slightly. For okay, let's be honest. For the weddings you guys have done, if they show up with a huge bridal party, does your stomach? kind of tighten oh, up it drops. a little bit. Yeah. You know what happens is it really takes away from the from the bride's day, yeah. honestly, because they all have issues. You're right. And I, we have to deal all right, here's with the all dirt. their, we yeah. have to deal with all their issues and we want to focus on the bride and her day yeah. or the groom and his day. There's just you a know, lot of questions and a lot of, it's usually what with big, 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 bridal parties I see a lot of family in the bridal party I don't know if you've noticed that mm -hmm. and there's a lot of drama yes. especially at the rehearsal yes. a lot and it's you're trying to include everybody but it just becomes a lot and then the client the the couple gets just stressed out because they're answering questions they get stressed? Yes. yeah oh for sure so I've many. seen brides um stress out because 
they have to ask his sister or they have to, you know, they feel obligated to ask this person. And that sucks when you actually have to do something that's taking, again, taking away from your day. It's not their day, it's your day. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'm with you. Smaller is better when it comes to bridal parties. And from a logistical planning standpoint, from this side of things, less is better okay. because you're right with the drama. Have you ever found that there's usually two best friends fighting over who could be the better of the best friend <laughs> to the bride that day? You know that movie Bridesmaid? It's not kind of like that. that. Yes. Well, that was me and my sister's best friend oh. when my sister got married. Oh, I was bitchy. Okay. Well, okay, I'll make the story quick. So my sister gets married and she asks her friend to be in the wedding. And I'm still not even remembering who was maid of honor. I think it was me. But Nikki was... <laughs> All up in the planning. Nikki was with my sister every set of stuff. Nikki was like that, the, the good girl on Bridesmaid. You know what I mean? And, of course, I was the slacker. And Nikki was skinny. And Nikki was pretty. And Nikki was everything. And Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Anyways, so, it, you know, even though I'm sure, or maybe I didn't, I think I was kind of snippy and bitchy that day. But I find that I was punished for that through the years by planning other people's weddings and having other bridesmaids, you know, let's see who could be more bossy, who can, you know, there's always one. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like being kids again. You know, yes. That drama. Over yes. Like, I'm her best friend. Here, let yeah. me get this for you. Here, let me get this for you. You know? Yeah. The more people you involve in that piece of the wedding, the more drama you're going to have. I mean, I think I've done one wedding where there was absolutely no drama that I could see and I have no idea why, but it was just, the perfect wedding I think that I've ever done and that was that's crazy to say I probably yeah. have jinxed myself <laughs> saying that, but there's no drama and they had a you know decent sized bridal party and there was family and it was great so but usually it's not <laughs> yeah so did you guys I did I, I didn't even get your answer did you guys have big bridal parties or no I had a matron and a maid of honor and he had two best friends perfect and that's it was awesome. perfect oh that's just awesome perfect. good so how about you Michelle I think we ended up with five on each side, oh, so it was a medium. Yeah. yeah, I mean not eleven on each side. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it was it was it was decent. So, but you, I I don't know about anybody else, but I kind of struggled on who to pick. I I'm not mm -hmm. super close with a ton of of girls, mm -hmm. so I struggled with that really hard picking. You know, I want to say something with that too. I feel like a lot of of couples feel like they have to have their family in it um, or they feel like so I it, my brother got married and I what I didn't know his wife at all so I stood up on my brother's side love it because he's love the it. one I know yes. I I why would I stand up on her side just because she's my gonna be my sister-in-law, right? Yeah. So it just made sense. So I think people need to get away from traditions and do what makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, pick people because they mean something to you or they're somebody in your life, not just to pick them. What if she would have said, Jamie, I want you to stand on my side because I want you to be somebody special to me. Oh, then I would have to say Okay. Yes. I'm just wondering. <laughs> maybe that's 
part of it, you know, if it's insincere, yeah, forget it. But, yeah. you know, maybe that's just their way of saying, all right, we're familia now. You're yeah. with me. You know, who knows? But, but how much do you love that trend, though, of the mixed bridal party? I love, love it. it. I love the guys it. Yeah. on the girls' side, the girls on the guys' side. I mean, intermix, it matter I love it. who mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. They mean something to you, whether they're a male or a female. I love so, it. I love that yeah. trend. I want to see more of that. Oh, I do, too. too. Yeah, yeah. you right. see it a lot at um, like LGBT weddings, a oh, lot. Yeah, but you don't see it in the traditional weddings, and I wish I would see more of that. I love yeah. that intermixing of everything. We need to make a big plea, like a big, you know, <laughs> we need to get it out there. Brunch weddings and mixed bridal yes, parties. Yeah, it needs those to make sense. Mm-hmm. It needs to feel right for you. Okay. Well, with that in mind, I'm going to segue into this. Okay. So a couple years ago. My husband's cousins got married, and pretty much the entire family was invited except for my husband's brother and his wife, and they'll never listen to this, so I will, <laughs> I hope not, but they, they, they weren't close. In fact, I don't think they ever even spoke to the couple, you know what I mean? They, they don't come to family functions. They're out there. Well, we find months later after the wedding that they those two are salty because they were not invited to the wedding and so then the aunts and everybody's all feeling awkward because they weren't invited and and in my mind I'm like well if you if you don't even pick up the phone or call or anything else why why would they spend 80 bucks a head on you know on people that you don't really even aren't even close to so communicate with but what do you say to that, you know what I mean? Well, that's why it gets so awkward when you do your guest list, right? Yes, I mean, yes. We talk about whoever foot the bill gets to make decisions. So in those cases, you know, if, if mom and dad, you know, of the, of the bride foot the bill, they're, they're going to make those decisions for you. But when you're paying for your own wedding and you have to make those decisions, you're just like, I mean, I just remember being like, I, I don't know these people. Do you know? No, but my mom wants to invite them. And it's just, gosh, it was so hard because mm-hmm. I wanted to keep the guest list low. But then that's how it that's how it gets out of control. That is crazy. It's almost like, have you ever heard that saying, like, go into your closet and put all your clothes on the hangers backwards. And then after a year, after you've flipped them, those that you haven't touched, you throw away right yeah you know with a guest list it's like have we talked to them in the last two years Mm -hmm. have we communicated with them have we seen them do they like our posts on Facebook anything come on yeah but I think it has to go back to who's paying for that wedding though okay yeah I I mean I mean if, if mom wants to invite her her best friend that you met once when you were a kid um yeah like and she's paying for the wedding like she she's gonna have to that's what's gonna happen. I mean, you can have a conversation. Have a conversation. Yes. Have a conversation. Yes. But I mean, unfortunately, that's. I mean, I don't know what you can say to that. But yeah, but it does get awkward at family functions and people mm-hmm. hold grudges because I think people hold that tradition in. You know, our you know the generations before us had that tradition and they expect us to follow it. Yeah. yeah. And I think we need to change some of that. Some of it. And think about how many people my mom invited. And remember, I paid for my own wedding. Oh. Remember that? And I probably need to go call your mom after this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I have to say, her friends were a lot of fun. And did they bring my wedding fun? Did they bring envelopes full of cash for you? No, that was my husband's time. 
<laughs> I was going to say, if they brought good gifts, maybe it was worth it. I don't know. <laughs> well, it, you know, you, sometimes you can blame it on your venue, too. If you fall in love with a venue and it can only fit 150, hmm, that's a great excuse just to kind of say, I can only have 150 people at this wedding. Now you've got to decrease your numbers due to COVID. So find out what your venues now can hold. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of things to consider. I know, and you have all, so many hard decisions in your future. Yeah. So congratulations! Yes, yeah, hard decisions in your future. <laughs> you know what? Though planning a wedding will absolutely change your life. Yeah, it will give you so many skills that you did not have before. I mean, I've gotten jobs because I've planned my own wedding. Wow, I have because there's she so got much this job. Well, <laughs> Oh, great. Now you're going to get calls. I plan my wedding. I want to be a wedding planner. Hey, I mean, it has to start somewhere. But no, I mean, you know, you know, I have a day job that Mm -hmm. is not all weddings. But I I did get promoted several times because it takes so much to successfully plan an event. Yes. It's not easy. And so many skills to make it come to make it come to fruition. It really does. And you build those things. So even though it's difficult just like any difficult situation, you will come out, hopefully, come out the other end learning something and being stronger for it. I wish that when I planned my wedding, because I didn't know anything, I wish that the resources that we have for brides mm-hmm. were out there now. Yeah. We've got how many Facebook groups where brides can talk to each other. We've got our wedding resource center here that basically has every question, every an- or every answer to every question. Mm-hmm. We've got us as resources to call anytime, which is questions. We didn't have, I didn't have that. No. Back in my day, we just had to <laughs> flail and hope I made it down the aisle okay. Well, here's a no, question. We didn't have anything. Seriously. Well, here's a question for you then. What, knowing what you know now, what would you have changed about your wedding? Oh my God, everything. <laughs> so much. Um, one of the big things, which I think we're going to talk about next week, is my shopping for my gown. Mm-hmm. I did it all wrong. Save that for next time. I will save that for next time, but you guys are going to truly be embarrassed for me when I tell you <laughs> just how wrong I did everything from choosing my gown, from knowing what a minimum was, what all the lingo was. I knew nothing. And yeah. so some days I wish I could go back and do it again just because now I know. And, and you can Google everything. Mm-hmm. You can Google yeah. everything or, you know, you can ask You, you can, can ask us. You can resources. come on here. Yes. Yeah. That's what we do is we've got all of these different resources and um, we didn't have them back then. So I'm, I think that's why I love my job so much because now we know it all. Yeah. <laughs> we know most of it. A lot. Yeah, we, we know a lot. lot. We yeah. don't know it all. There's always no. something that's being thrown at us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. COVID. Yeah, <laughs> whole different world. That got slapped us in the face. Yeah. Yes, we all got punched in the throat with that one. So, <laughs> yeah. So with that, we do. We, you know, Devoted Columbus does have a ton of resources for you, and most of them are free. So we definitely want you to take advantage of those. Visit um, devotedcolumbus.com. You can sign up for everything weddings. You can get coupons. You can look at our online magazine for some great local vendors we have wedding planners and we have wedding day assistants and I know that's a little different concept now so a wedding day assistant is just like an extra pair of hands so those are for our DIY clients that just want to plan everything themselves but uh, maybe they're having nightmares that keep waking them up a couple months before and they're like oh my god I need somebody I can't know who's gonna do I can't do this on the day yeah yeah exactly (laughs) 
Well, then we get these girls one to two months out, and um, we just put an extra pair of hands on that wedding day to do all the crap you don't want to do. No, no just, bride should ever no. work on her wedding day. Yeah. So no. we, you know, we have that division, and we do bridal shows called the wedding experience. You have to watch out for that. We do resale markets to save you money. My my goal, this this is a time that costs a lot of money for, mm -hmm. for everybody. And we want to try to help save some of that. So that's why we throw those coupons on the website. And we have these resale markets, um, Facebook pages, where you can buy stuff from brides that have had these for their past weddings and you can actually go to physical resale market so check out the local events and all that stuff but you know as much as we could probably talk all day we're gonna have to wrap this one up and um, we are going to talk about dresses next week so um, and dress shopping and we'll get to hear Tammy's story so definitely stay tuned oh my gosh if you are stressed about your dress <laughs> Email me, please. <laughs> Seriously, because I can tell you what I've learned. Or email us with any questions you have, even if it's not about the dress. Info at devotedcolumbus.com. And um, we can talk about whatever questions you guys may be. Yeah, that you uh -huh. have throughout. The, even if it's not about pounds, whatever. Send it to us, and we'll definitely make sure we cover this on our weekly podcast. So stay tuned for Devoted to the Dirty Details. You can find that. We'll post it on our website as well. And we look forward to chatting with you guys again. Bye. Bye. Bye.